2: Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's Thursday night, so it's time for your Impact Wrestling post-show. It's September the 29th. I am Joel Pearl. I am joined, as always, with my ride-or-die, my bestest host ever. Sorry, Tim. Cresta, the star. Cresta, how are you? I'm doing
1: well. It's always fun to be here with you, the young Joel Pearl. How are you? How's everything?
2: How am I young? What makes me young?
1: Um, Because I said so, and I make the rules.
2: You see this gray, right, in my beard? You see this?
1: Okay, then what does that mean? I knew a kid in junior high school who had a gray streak, and he was a child. So
2: (laughs) That's that song by Crash Test Dummies, Mm, about the kid who suddenly came to school with his hair turned from black into bright white. They couldn't quite explain it. It always (laughs) just been there. I can't do the voice that deep. Stress.
0: stress.
2: (laughs) A monstrously fun Monsters Ball main event of this show. Ally Catch makes her Impact Wrestling debut. That was such a fun show, Cresta. Did you enjoy Impact Wrestling this week?
1: Yes and no but I had an epiphany this week. And also how is this the first time I'm seeing Ali catch Russell? Holy really? hell. I've seen pictures of her with Bussy, and I'm like, okay, I love it. But then like to see her wrestle tonight, that's a tough girl. That's
2: a tough girl. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to level with you. I watched victory road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did it over two nights. Cause it was just like Friday. There was a billion things on TV. So I got it. Yeah. I got it part of it on Friday. And I watched the rest on Saturday night. <clears throat> and when Jordan grace announced the pick your poison match and said, you're going to face Ali catch in a monsters ball match. I was like, that is super underwhelming mm-hmm. because Jordan grace had just finished facing max, the impaler. And it was this like hard fought victory for Jordan grace. Max is much, much bigger than anyone else mentioned. Mm-hmm. I just expected Jordan to pick someone even bigger. I thought it would be someone that was physically bigger than Masha Slamovich. And yeah, I mean, Ali Catch is physically yeah. larger, but um, not. it wasn't the same. I expected someone on Max's level in terms of intensity and just look and scariness. But this match did it for me, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a whole slew of other <laughs> things here tonight in Impact Wrestling. And if you want to get in on the conversation, you can go ahead and uh, leave us your super chats. Now, apparently, the super chat function has changed a little bit on this here YouTube gimmick. If oh. you go on to your chat, you're either going to see the dollar sign, as you usually do, in the bottom of the chat. And you can just leave a any dollar statement, get your question statement right on the air. Or you might have a medallion next to your name. And I think that's because some of y'all are YouTube members. Some of you know, some of you don't know. Uh, our friend Zach Chimmel, has uh, he gifted a, a shit ton of subs Uh, and just uh, gifted a whole bunch of YouTube memberships to the channel back when Fightful Select hit 10,000. And uh, as a result, some of you have medallions now. So if you click that medallion, that's the way you can also send a Super Chat. Absolutely wild. Or you can send a Humper Chat, go to Humperchats.com, Cresta, tell them what they do, how to do it.
1: You head over to Humperchats.com, you put in your donation amount, we will get that Humper Chat. We get to keep just a little bit more and we'll read your chat online. It's like a Super Chat, But from humperchats.com. Bing.
2: (laughs) Every week you get so much better than that. (laughs) That The (laughs) The seven people who listen to us in audio are very confused right now. Anyway, I love
1: y'all. Thank you, all seven of you. You're amazing.
2: My favorite. I'm one of those, by the way. Yeah, I listen back to our shows. What of it? Want to fight? We'll fight. I'm tapping. I
1: already told you. Mm -mm. You know, I'm tapping. I'm tapping.
2: (laughs) As always, we start with BTI. And as always, we have to listen to George Iceman talk to us about Iceman Intel. He had a whole lot of nothing to tell us this week. Talks about Eddie Edwards being the first person to pin Josh Alexander in over a year. Pretty good happy about that talks about the call your shot gauntlet match it's back for bound for glory mentions that moose had cashed it in at bound for glory in 2021 after he won um in a fairly infamous moment uh both for him and for me because i had called moose calling his shot on josh and people were very upset with me for getting that prediction right because people really wanted josh alexander to win the title carry it for a long time and instead it became that long uh moose with the world championship and then Josh going after Moose and chasing him. It was a whole thing. But anyway, we know he's getting to that. And then George Iceman mentions that there are major superstars from Impact's past, including the demon. Yes. The kiss demon. (laughs) He showed up. Are you familiar with the kiss demon?
1: I feel like this is a cursed memory. And I have, I feel like I've seen him the same time I've seen shark boy.
2: Yes. And no. The Kiss Demon was a WCW and Kiss creation. So they did a collaboration. And the Kiss Demon, who was portrayed by Dale Tol- Tolberg, who later on became, I think he was a hitting coach for the Chicago White Sox, like worked with A.J. Pruszynski. And A.J. Presinsky also did stints with DNA. Uh, either way, Dol- Dale Tolberg did come back as the demon last year in the Call Your Shock gauntlet match. And uh, George Iceman told us that maybe the demon is going to return and also teased other big surprises. Otherwise, there's a whole lot of.
1: Yeah, he just said the demon a lot. So I'm like, okay, Rosemary turning up? What's happening? <laughs> no, he's, he's
2: talking about the kiss demon, but they can't call him the kiss demon because Gene Simmons might actually catch a whiff and be like, I am owed money.
1: I mean, get in where you fit in. <laughs> America's a very letitious uh, country. <laughs>
2: Ricardo, the spot monkey hits us with a super chat and says, touch grass, you nerds. (laughs) JKL love. We love you, Ricardo. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I did touch grass today. Went out uh, with my kid and had a very nice afternoon. Had a very nice day. I hope y'all did too.
1: What's grass?
2: Uh, Well, it depends where you're from and where you buy it. On BTI, Justin (laughs) Hotch took on Yuya Mora. Yeah, I'm just not going to touch that one. Some states it's legal and some countries it's legal. It's legal in my country and it's legal in the state in which you live. So I guess it's okay to talk about here.
1: What about mowing my lawn?
2: (laughs) Where you live, you ain't got no lawn. (laughs)
1: Okay, that's fair. New York, Central Park is our lawn. It's everybody's lawn. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: it's the state's lawn. It's the city's lawn. I don't think so. (laughs) Jason Hodgkin, Yuya was a really good match. Again, BTI continues to have really strong matches that kind of set the tone, not only for the night ahead, but also... It, you kind of get little sprinkles of what they might be doing on TV over uh-huh. the next few weeks or who they're trying to build um Hodge looks good he's got the basics down and he's got some extra flourishes he does a roll through the ropes uh neck, break, neck breaker easy for me to say looks real crisp Yuria Ururaura has beautiful drop kicks and these two just kind of have good chemistry and have a really good match uh, ends with the crossbody but of course there's some stuff in the middle I do like that um he, Yuya does like a big clothesline and takes out Hotch completely and <sighs> then does a the crossbody and gets a pin. What do you think of the match? Anything to add? What you got?
1: I love every week on BTI commentary really goes out of their way to put over the people who are wrestling. The yes. first thing they say is, oh, Hotch has X Division written all over them. I was like, I see where you're going to fit in. And by the end of the match, I was like, I really hope they sign him if he's not already signed. I'm interested to see where he's going. Yuha always puts on that match for a BTI match was also stiff as hell. So, it's standard good match. I never worry about the wrestling when it comes to impact. I never worry about
2: it. Hacha hit a really cool roll through German bridging suplex. Yes. looked so good. That was how he got away from that crossbody. That's how we how we averted the crossbody the first time from Yuya Uromura. Um, who by didn't the way, they call that he- the
1: chaos theory or something like that?
2: I didn't catch that. If he did, then that's a good name for it. I'm fine with it.
1: Somebody said that the rollings the rolling suplex, I think Ray Wall said, was like so sometimes known in the in the impact zone as the chaos theory from uh Hotch onto Yuha.
2: mm Okay. You got me on that one. I didn't catch it.
1: I was being sweaty today. I was really on it. I was paying attention. Like, Joe, I'm the, you're not gonna flame me. <laughs> good. Because
2: when we get to that honor no more segment, you're carrying the load. That was no, no. Ah, I'm... Good.
1: Listen, that's where I have my epiphany. So you know what? And and I got my conspiracy theory crown this week.
2: <laughs> yes, let's go. We'll get there. Impact starts with your favorite rock hard juice Robinson, former impact tag champion. He's accompanying Ace of Bays to the ring against Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Uh they're finally listening to you, Crest of Star. They're gonna build Ace of Bays. They get the win. The assisted Art of Finesse into the fold on Trey. Ace pins Trey Miguel. That's the match. We'll talk more about what was good in it. What do you think of the match? Are you happy about it? How do you feel?
1: Anytime Chris Bay wins is a win for me. I will say the Art of Finesse into the ace, uh the Ace of Ace of Bay. Lord have mercy. The fold.
2: The match, Thank you. <laughs> sorry, the finish Thank you. Fold.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Into the fall, I was like, Jesus, my brain's blue screened. It was so. It looks fluid, and it looks better every week. My opinion on Ace Austin is changing. I'm like, okay, I see it, and it's nice to see Bullet Club without the Good Brothers and see them flourishing. Not for nothing. I knew Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid were not going to win, which is kind of sucky when it's predictable. But Laredo Kid and Trey Miguel never disappoint. So I was sports entertained. It was good. And they promoted Chris Bay's new album that comes on Halloween. I caught that, too.
2: Oh, that's right. It's a good... He dropped a single last week. It was Mm -hmm. really good stuff, man. Um, Yeah, so ace of bays are starting to rack up wins which i'm a big fan of they're starting to get a little bit closer to mm-hmm. maybe hitting up a tag title match maybe getting somewhere there uh i listen ace of bays versus motor city machine guns maybe I'm i was thinking, thinking before, the you know?
1: same thing yes i would like I'm to see even it. if they don't win a couple of times i'd be with it
2: yeah absolutely and train laredo kid Uh, teaming together so it makes sense to me because trey told me in our interview that him and laredo kid not only have a ton of respect for each other but that trey has learned a lot from laredo kid and a lot of his Mm -hmm. confidence in some of the moves that he does comes from laredo kid basically telling trey yeah you can do it and then trey being like yeah i guess i can do it and then he'll do whatever the move is that they're talking about in the instance he was talking to me about uh i think it was a, a over the top rope into a Hurricane Rana. Uh And Trey was like, I don't know if I can do that. And Laredo was like, "No, you could do it. And Trey tried it and did it. And he was like, well, guess I can do it. So these two, if they push each other and maybe they work together more as a tag team, there's an opportunity there. However, if they treat this match as just an X Division tag team showcase, which is what uh, Matt Raywalt and Tom Hannafin called it at one point, I'm Uh fine with that too
1: yeah i mean honestly it's a little a little mind-blowing to hear that trey Miguel couldn't think he does something because what i think he does in that ring the whole exhibition is f- oh i can curse this fucking art like it's like there's his gravity doesn't exist for him and i think that it's incredibly crazy <laughs> and that someone like laredo kid where gravity doesn't exist for him either that's really that's that's mind-blowing <sighs>
2: Yeah, absolutely. So good match. Great way to open the show. I was very entertained, sports entertained, as you would put it normally, Cresta. (laughs) Just a good match. And you know what? I like seeing Juice Robinson taking them to the ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Juice, of course, had a match on AEW Dynamite this past week and uh, had a good showing against Moxley. So uh, it's good. And also Juice has the tie to Impact because he's a former Impact Tag Team champion. So who better to accompany two guys who want Tag Team Gold to the ring than a former Impact Tag champion yeah. himself. So it works. I, I'm fine with that. it looked look good. Uh, let's move on. Gia Miller's with Bupinder Gujar. Gia Miller getting a lot of FaceTime tonight and interviewing a lot of wrestlers. And we're going to talk about all of this stuff. Gia Miller says, uh, hey, Bupinder, you got a broken nose. You can't compete. Uh, but Bupinder says he'll be cleared next week. Says he got a first taste of getting close to gold. And then he enters the Collier Shock gauntlet. Uh, he says something in Hindi. I actually hit him up on Twitter and I asked, hey, Gujar, what'd you say? And he told me uh, in Hindi, he said, I'm going to take what's mine. So thank you, Bupinder Gujar, for, for clearing that up, for letting us know, because uh, that was super helpful. Good to know. A lot of people putting over Bupinder Gujar today uh, on commentary throughout the Brian Myers match that we're going to talk about Come in on. a couple minutes against Crazy Steve. Uh, your thoughts on Gujar and this promo and where we might be going with Bupinder Gujar in the future.
1: I think he's phenomenal. Getting to know him through the Brian Myers thing. I wanted him to take it off of Brian Myers. It makes sense that he did it. Um, I can't wait to see how he interacts with the plethora of other people who called their shot tonight. So um, I'm here for it. I think it's 10 out of 10. And also Gia Miller. I call her little Caleb Braxton because she was in her bag tonight. I was here for it. Gia Miller, you look so pretty. I was here for you, Gia Miller, tonight.
2: <laughs> she always looks great and today was no different philly 76 <laughs> with the super chat same feels like ace of bay may actually be in line for a big push all of that uh, all for them getting to the top contenders being the next top contenders sorry i had a brain fart myself i blue screened okay. <laughs> as christian would say yes i am all for them being the next top contenders if they can go and take on the winners of uh the tag matchup bound for glory I'm all for it. I would love to see Ace of Base against Motor City Machine Guns if Motor City Machine Guns win the tag titles. How do you feel? What do you want for Ace of Base?
1: I do feel like there is, I don't know. I feel like the tag teams on Impact have been like a little lacking or maybe we've seen a lot of matches repetitive, repeated with teams. So it'd be nice to have the injection of this fresh Bullet Club, this fresh iteration, and especially having um, Juice Robinson there. You never know; they might hit you with the uh, the free bird rule. One of the one of these guys is going to do it. So yes, I want Ace. I think Chris Bay is phenomenal. I cannot put him over enough. I think he is phenomenal, and I want all the success for him. Take win both the tag team titles yourself. You got this.
2: <laughs> if you free bird that title with the Bullet Club, I'm sorry, it's got to be Hikaleo. It's got to be. He's my guy. I like, I like anybody juice.
1: from the bullet club.
2: It's got to be Hikaleo, Hikaleo, and Chris Bay. That's the, uh, that's the big man, little man. Honestly, Hikaleo with either guy would be the best big man, little man team. So uh, that's where my brain's at, but I'm Hickaleo, all for Ace is of Robinson. Me. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm oh, <so> no. <laughs> I love juice. Not that juice <laughs> as never open way champion. Beating Carl Anderson, his uh, stablemate—that's what you want, right there. Anyway, now we're now we're treading into New Japan territory, and we're not doing that here. Gia Miller's with (laughs) now we're treading into AEW territory. Gia Miller's with Frankie Kazarian, and he's like, I want to prove something to myself. So he wanted to prove that he can hang and keep the Uh blade sharp. And if you have the blade, you got to use it. Just a lot of platitudes, just just talking, talking. And then he says that Scott Demore understands that when you have the best player. You don't sit him on the bench. You put him in the game. Puts over Mike Bailey, says he's playing a game that Kazarian created and that he's going to take back his X Division title at Bound for Glory. Uh, Were you shocked to see Kazarian win that triple threat revolver match at Victory Road for the Bound for Glory match against Mike Bailey?
1: Didn't see it.
2: Yeah, but you know that he (laughs) won. And you knew who was in the Victory Road match. We yeah. thought it was going to be Kenny King. Yes. Did Kazarian yes. shock you? We kind of just counted him out and said he's just a guy coming in.
1: Honestly, yeah. To be honest, I was like, okay, what are you going to do? But at the same time, what are you doing in AEW? You could absolutely do something like this, and it's going to be a banger because I always enjoy any member of SCU, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and um,
2: I'm a fraud. <gasps> doctor. A fraud. Doctor. I'm a fraud. I'm a females. fraud. Another X-Division champion.
1: I'm a fraud, y'all. This FBI, ladies and gentlemen,
2: we got it. <laughs> keep talking about an impact. They keep mentioning him. I have a theory about Christopher Daniels, Crest of Star. Do you want to hear it? Was it was nice
1: knowing you. I'm going
2: <laughs> to <laughs> hang your ass out to dry. You're in vacation mode. I get it. So am I. Do you want to hear my Christopher Daniels theory? The
1: conspiracy theory?
2: I don't have a hat, okay? I don't.
1: Y'all put on Y'all can all thank Joel for this conspiracy theory and I'm gonna make my chair lower.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me if you get tell me if you get HBO with that.
1: What? I'm sorry, my people need me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's right. So I can't believe you actually made that hat. So Christopher Daniels. They keep talking about how Mike Bailey is inching closer to Christopher Daniels and his 13 title defenses of the the X division championship. And that's like the most defenses that have ever been. I think number 13 defense will be against Christopher Daniels. And I think it's going to be Mike Bailey, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian getting the win makes sense. Cause like, Uh again, you talk about SCU and you talk about Kazarian and Chris Daniels, like they are, May, like it just the the story just speaks to me. I think it would happen at Overdrive, which is in November, because the rate at which Mike Bailey is burning through these X Division Championship matches, yeah, they can't they can't just stretch it to to Hard to Kill? They can't get to all the way to to January. So it feels like if they do it, they would do it then. However, not on the card tonight, not on the show was Mike Bailey, and I don't think he was part of the tapings. And he's not listed for a match next week. He wasn't promoted for a match next week. So maybe you could stretch it out a little longer. So what do you think? Christopher Daniels for number 13? This was number seven, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, the, the delirious match at, at Victory Road. Which means eight for Kazarian.
1: I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think either way. Speed. I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know however i did upload your information directly to scott demore so let me take this off because it's sucking my brain power
2: <laughs> thank you uh, you know i could have just sent him an email because you know
1: <laughs> it's your dad just He's like how job. scorpio sky and um malcolm B- i'm sorry uh Soakley stokely hathaway is my dad so <laughs> that's
2: right anyway i want to ask you because at one point kazarian mentions this whole like scott demore understands that you put your best player in the game. You don't sit him on the bench. Uh-huh. Do you think that maybe that's a shot from Kazarian to Tony Khan and AW because Kazarian isn't featured regularly on AW programming? Do you think of it like that at all?
1: I did for a hot second because I was like, Kazarian's right. He's good in a lot of, like, I I like all professional wrestling. Let me preface and say that. Sometimes mm-hmm. repetitive matches can be good if things are a little different or if it's telling a story. But if you've got all this great talent, and obviously Frankie Kazarian's been doing it forever, like, like a Chris Saban or Alex Shelley, so why not put him in? <clears throat> so to me, it makes sense. Or maybe, maybe even too, because my second thought was maybe he's saying, well, if I'm Frankie Kazarian, I'm trying to put over everyone, I'm the best player that they have on the Impact roster because I'm on AEW. I don't know. And that's me digging. I don't want to put on that conspiracy theory hat again.
2: <laughs> Was it hot? Is that the problem?
1: You know what it is? I can hear um the Teletubby song over and over. Mm. So I think my connection is too strong to the other world. And if it gets any stronger, I might summon Cthulhu. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, we don't want
2: that. That would be a bad, bad problem. Uh, either way, I just I found it interesting that uh that's what Kazarian had to say. And I yeah. thought to myself, like, hmm. It, it, I don't know if it's a shot because Kazarian has a friend who is talent relations in AEW and got himself an impact. Like it just, But it also just felt a little bit like you were taking a little bit of a shot, but maybe we, not. It could have just been him being we like... We could
1: be stretching. We could be yeah,
2: reaching. <laughs> 100%. Maybe in the comments, people are going to be like, nah, no way. ain't happening. Mm. But uh, just kind of something I thought about when I heard him say those words. I was like, ah, it's a little strange, but okay. Um, but yeah, there we go. Speaking of strange... Matt Raywalt's trying to set up the bound for glory card. And then a guy in a yellow sweatshirt tries to interfere and take him out. And he's doing this. He's doing the V it's so painful. How it do is. you people do this? It's Video so-
1: games, baby.
2: <laughs> oh God. It's so I'm out and it still hurts. Anyway. Um, what do you think? I love this. I thought this was a really good little segment. they finally Uh, Getting involved in the impact zone, not just in these backstage, in the middle of nowhere segments. Uh, VBD is slowly showing up.
1: I feel like all the things that I want in an invasion angle, I'm about to get. Like a hostile takeover invasion angle. And this is just testing the waters. I think that it's great. I cannot wait. And I want to see a bunch of little yellow hoodie guys. I can't. I cannot wait. Cause I enjoy Eric Young so much. so I'm expecting it to be violent. I'm expecting Cody Deaner to be off his beaner <laughs> off his little rocket, off his head. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> so are they for sale? Is violent by design now going to be a, um, a a faction on retainer to borrow a line? not on retainer, but just a group mm-hmm. of people that you can hire. To, to mess your shit up.
1: I feel like they're chaos. I feel like they're chaos.
2: But in essence, so is Honor No More.
1: Okay. The thought process with that, though, I think if we talk about the main event, not the main event, uh, when Josh Alexander went out, when Honor No More were um, all saying, oh, we're so good. We said this Honor No More love fest. I think it's important to note that when he said that you guys see this as job security and I see this as the prize, I feel like violent, not violent, I'm sorry, Honor No More is motivated by fame, um, respect, this, that, and the third. And while violent by design is gonna be like, I will choke you because I can. I want the prize, but I'd rather have violence. So I feel like they'd be more they would that would be the faction to really, really mess up um honor no more, honestly. That's what I would think.
2: The only way I'm thinking of it is because when we eventually talk about that honor no more segment mm-hmm. that was very long and very plodding and full of empty platitudes. No, no, no I'm not going to talk about it right now. Um VBD could potentially get involved somewhere to try and join Eddie Edwards. As if Edwards maybe paid them off to cause some chaos to get him closer to the Impact World Championship.
1: I could see that. I could see that.
2: We'll see, see cuz he had he had a lot to say about family and people having mm-hmm. his back. Uh, So when we get there, we'll talk about it. But uh, let's move on to the Digital Media Championship match. Ryan Myers takes on Crazy Steve. Good match. Solid match. Was what it was. Crazy Steve climbs all over Ryan Myers. Eventually bites him. Gets the upside down, which is like half of a tarantula. It's good. Uh, Finishes that. The referee gets jostled by both Myers and Steve. And then Myers hits the roster cut layer for the pin. Commentary, by the way, throughout the entire match. Putting over Bupinder Gujar hard. Um, Again, Love it. Love to see it. And it's something that we talked about last week coming out of the ladder match. It's something that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about the post-match and Brian Myers, what do you think of the match? Do you have anything to add to it?
1: I don't know. You know what? I don't. I don't That's because fine. I feel like the joke I was going to say, I don't know if it's a joke. I don't want to be offensive, but I don't know why Brian Myers has to cheat you better than that. <laughs> you better is
2: he, though? Is he, though?
1: That's also a fair point. <laughs> That's a fair point.
2: Yes. Uh Graham's saying the roster. Yes, it is called the roster cut Lariat Because Myers came in during the 2020 when mm. all the people were getting cut from WWE. He yeah. uh, he called himself the most professional wrestler because he also I think he called it called himself like uh, Something from Stanford, like he did. Oh, what, at one point he called it greetings from Stanford. Had a move like that. It was all just like anti WWE stuff. Uh, and I at the time, too. at the time, it made perfect sense because there was a lot of silly shit going on with WWE cutting people left and right. So yeah, the roster cut is what he calls it. Uh, wasn't he very, also
1: on a losing streak? Like wasn't yeah, he like was, forty was and by 0? his own?
2: But that was no, he went like two hundred and something. Yeah, was, it was like two forty. Yeah, it was padded, but the point is that was and that was also Brian Myers like thing like that was his idea and then eventually it all culminated with him and uh, uh, Matt Cardona winning well Zack Ryder uh-huh. at the time winning the tag titles of WrestleMania in New York like in New Jersey. So like it was perfect for that. They loved that but uh, yeah, that was that was again, like, it got over people loved Myers by the end of it taking L's
1: I mean sometimes you got to lose to win
2: and he did. He did great. So post-match, Myers grabs a mic. He says uh, he's taken the Digital Media Championship and made it the most prestigious title in all of Impact. Josh Alexander would probably uh, beg to differ.
1: Speedball <laughs> has entered the chat. No, <laughs> entered the chat. Maybe the Jordan t- Grace has entered the chat. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Vex
2: are probably like, what the? F- what is this shit? Anyway. Uh, no, it's great. It's perfect. Uh, and he says it's all too easy for him now. He's like, where's my competition? Where are the blue check marks? And I'm like, no, that's a really good point. Impact has a very uh, severe Lacking of blue check marks And then Myers it- issues an open challenge At Bound for Glory And I thought to myself, well Bobby Fish has a blue check mark Later on, that's not the case, we'll talk about that uh-huh. And then I realized Cresta I think I know who it is Matt Cardona no.
1: Oh, that's what I thought
2: <laughs> You say his name and he appears
1: I believe in Joe Hendry. Yo, my friends have had to mute me in Discord. The way this song has a grip on me, even have the turtleneck on say his name, and he appears. I believe in Johan. I have to mute myself.
2: (laughs) I had the clap going. (laughs) Thank you you for finishing that for me. It's like it's like that song by sticks. Once I started, I just can't stop. Exactly.
1: Uh,
2: Those if you know, you know. (laughs) Some <laughs> people in the chat are like, not this.
1: These are the people who are also in my Discord like every day. Joe Hendry, you've created a monster, but I believe it, Joe Hendry. <laughs> so good. He's my new favorite wrestler. I don't care. I don't care. I stand. I've never seen him wrestle, but when he comes in, that's I'm gonna be the person always screaming an impact. That's gonna be me from New York.
3: <laughs> so
2: before we talk about the stuff that happens uh before the joe let's just talk about that joe hendry segment so the guy whose dad died the guy (laughs) who was told that the kid wasn't his uh he's apparently the main character and now they're gonna find out about his father his dead dad's inheritance and he says like whatever it is as the family's fighting whatever it is we'll split it equally it doesn't matter who gets the money and then the lawyer is like well it's, it's none of them it's none of you and the guy's like well then who is it Tell me. Say his name. And then the camera pans, and it's Joe Hendry among a pile of books. <laughs> Just lurking like a crew with this face suit. <laughs> like, you know who it is. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's like shitty grid. And so I guess Joe Hendry got the dead dad money. Um, uh, say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. Great segment. Again, they're so poorly shot, but they're so amazingly done. I am a big fan. So Joe Hendry versus Brian Myers at Bound for Glory. Is that what we're doing? He's probably in the Call Your Shot gauntlet, but honestly, I want to see Joe Hendry come in and on night one win the Digital Media Championship.
1: At this point, Joe Hendry needs to grudge match that British guy first. <laughs> you ruined his life. You took this dad's money. You, you, the, the kid is not his. <laughs> Joe Hendry, it. you're a menace. You're a Just menace. Up.
2: I got it. You put the kid uh, on a pole. Uh, I and it. you put the money in a briefcase. And now you've got it. It's custody on a briefcase. And in the
1: Swinger dungeon!
2: And you do it in the Swinger's Palace, which is where we're going next! First of all, the swingerellers are back. I'm excited for that. Apparently Swingman was engaged to one of them. And, uh, and Swinger's like, I don't remember this. And then Johnny Bravo shows up. I don't know if you remember Johnny Bravo, but he's I like... I
1: could not remember his name, but wasn't that the virgin guy who they were going to yes. sacrifice?
2: yes. That's exactly who it was. So many callbacks. It's very funny. The um, lot of
1: money. It finally appeared. Where was Tasha Steeles?
2: Oh, it, it's, it's uh, her nan daddies. But anyway, we Johnny Bravo, going back to the, the whole thing with the married swingerella. Uh, Johnny Bravo's like, I married this woman because you left her at the altar. And they make a joke that they're just like, didn't you watch Wrestle House 2? And Zicky nobody Dice is like, I don't think I nobody watched Wrestle House 2. And seriously, Cresta nobody watched it is the lowest rated impact on access ever do you know how many people watched that episode of impact wrestling
1: me you and joe (laughs) Hendricks. i don't know i'm sorry i could have it though it was right there
2: on average there's about with ratings we want to talk Mm -hmm. about the ratings on tv regular tv about a hundred thousand a hundred twenty thousand people on average watch impact wrestling weekly okay Forty nine thousand watched Wrestle House two.
1: Well, seven people watch my Twitch, so it works out.
2: <laughs> it aired on Thanksgiving, so there. That's the whole reason nobody watched. But also, Wrestle like the first Wrestle House to me was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so silly and so much fun, and it was like in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. So like they made it work. Um. But then they did it again for a special event, and I was like. I got through the first 20 minutes and I'm like, nope, not tonight. That's not
1: funny. I shouldn't laugh like that. But it's the way you said, like, not tonight. I'm going to bed. I'll read a book.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Jessica and Taya walk in and they poorly act through it. Like, normally they're great, but this time they just, it felt like they were told, okay, these are your lines. Just go do it. And uh, yeah, it was awkward taya does a call back to who shot johnny bravo and uh the the wife the one of the single swingerellas turns to johnny's like should i be worried about this woman he's like no nah, one of them tried to kill me it's nothing to worry about trust me and then all of a sudden the lights are on in swingers palace they find the wad of cash they make a Hernandaddy daddy reference oh, i'll get it back to him that money and ma solco sends us a humper chat saying the half-hanging swingers palace sign was perfect i'm sad easy monkey wasn't there one day he'll be back I don't even know who Easy Monkey is, but rest in pasta. Uh, wasn't Easy Monkey, um, oh my God, it's gonna kill me. Fallaba.
3: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.
1: I forgot about follow, I liked him. Fall low. I liked him. Oh, man. I feel like I'm having a nostalgia pop right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: maybe I'm wrong. I Listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But uh, I could have sworn it was part of fall but this whole thing. It anyway, it doesn't matter. People in the chat are like, I like Russell House, too. I'm sure you did, and that's fine. Um, regardless, very funny segment with Swingman and Zicky. And the Swingerellas are back, and Mm -hmm. that's not the last we're going to see, the Swingerellas, so get excited for that. And maybe go back and watch Wrestle House 2. Oh, Easy Monkey was the little curled tail statue at the gaming table. Thank you. We're all just going to remember it as Falaba.
1: We love our chatters because you guys educate us and we educate you.
2: Sometimes I just forget things. (laughs)
1: It's the young old age in the beard. All the secrets yeah. are in the beard.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the uh, it's that Central Park grass. <laughs> anyway, we spoke about Rosemary and Taya. Rose, uh, not Rosemary, but uh, Jessica and Taya. Mm-hmm. Rosemary is with Father James Mitchell, and she's trying to sort out the issue with Jessica and Havoc. Jessica, by the way, is sick.
1: That was funny. That whole was, segment was funny. Yes. I love that segment. <laughs>
2: And Rosemary is like, who wants to be a human? Because Jessica is now a human and not oh. Havoc. Uh, and uh, Rosemary is like, I want Jessica gone. I want Havoc back. And then in walks Jessica and Taya. And Taya is like, I like Jessica. And she, Jessica's like, I've been trying to prove myself to you this whole time, Rosemary. And she's like holding back tears. Again, the acting is much better in this segment uh-huh. compared to the Swingers Palace one. It was like night and day. It was very strange. Uh and then Taya tells Rosemary stop pointing fingers at her because there's always three fingers pointing right back at you. So Rosemary is reluctantly in and says there's an awful lot of work to do because Taya and Jessica have never teamed together. So she's got to train them up. What'd you think of the segments? Father James Mitchell, by the way, was just kind of there to be like, I got my own shit to deal with. Like Maxine Taylor is now running around roughshod and I don't know where they are.
1: <laughs> I honestly really liked it because it's always the mid and I can't stand her and Jessica sucks. And he's like, you know what? I got to go. Good luck with that. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a lot. And I think that there's a lot to be told here with the Taya, Jessica um, tag team. And if it eventually leads to them ousting Rosemary so there could be a match somehow between all three of them, greedily speaking, I'd be here for it. I don't want them to break up right now. I'm not that girl yet. But I like this odd couple trying to make it work. And I want to see how this plays out because I am thoroughly intrigued and sports entertained.
2: It was a very good segment. And I want to see. We're going to get at Bound for Glory, Jessica and Taya teaming up Uh against Vexed. Looking forward to that. So, again, we'll see how the match goes. And and I'm excited for the the backstage segments they may have filmed to get us ready for that. Bound for Glory, by the way, Uh is in like eight days, which is wild to think about.
1: I was like, "How are some of these people wrestling?" After all things considered, last week was victory road. You're doing this this week, and then next week you got to wrestle on Thursday, then wrestle again on Friday.
2: Oof. Well, you know, I mean, they're the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: come on, let's, come on, keep it k hey, bro. Keep it case. now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Black Taurus takes on Delirious. Delirious and Mike Bailey, by the way, tore it up at Victory Road. Good match. Uh, no promo off between these men. Lost opportunity because they are the two best promos of our time are Delirious and Black Taurus. If you know, you know. Uh, a bull taking on whatever Delirious is, so that's great. Um, at one point, Delirious is like running the ropes in a like chaotic fashion. And it's absolutely wild. He's just like going from the side to the other side. But then he's hitting the front rope and the back. It's just he's not running it like he would typically uh-huh. run the ropes. And I love it. And Taurus is so confused. Uh, Delirious does 10 leg drops before Taurus just rolls out of the ring. He's like, I'll oh, forget this shit. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually Delirious gets the horns and then Destination Hellhole, which I still think is an awful name for a finish. And Black Taurus gets the win. Great match. Black Taurus looks stronger each time. He's running <coughs> a wave of victories. What do you see happening with Black Taurus in this case?
1: I want Black Taurus or Crazy Steve to take the X Division champion off of Mike Bailey. If anything, for Halloween. Come on, it's the spooky one. Um, I really like Black Taurus, and every week he gets better and has these matches. I'm just like, can we put something on him? Something? Something? I the digital digital media champion beat up brian myers like something he's you don't need to cut a promo for me i'm sports entertained by everything that he does
2: he's great yeah i i would love to see more for him i don't know what you can do with him i don't know what championship he would get because you can do the digital media championship but he had a match against brian myers and he lost
1: And I'm like, even if you – I feel like they would put the X Division on someone else. But him and Crazy Steve do a tag team. Weren't they a tag team?
2: They're still a tag team. But, like, is that a tag team that you want to roll with? Although, Crazy Steve having really good matches always helps. But then you got to deal with the whole, like, (laughs) Crazy Steve will always take the pin in that tag team. I don't like
1: that. I don't like that. But you're right. I don't like that. But you're right. I don't like that, though.
2: (laughs) Either way, I like that they're making Taurus stronger. I think it's time um because Taurus and Josh Alexander have had banger matches before for championships. <coughs> I would love to see them maybe run that back. So if Josh Alexander were to retain a bound for glory, you were just talking about Halloween Halloween this year the thursday the twenty seventh is as close as you get because monday fall monday the thirty first this year is Halloween. If you do a Halloween-themed impact on the 27th, give Black Taurus the world title match against uh, against Josh Alexander.
1: Put the titles on Taya and Jessica, because that'll be sick!
2: <laughs> that was completely non-sequitur to what we were just talking about, <laughs> and I appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. <laughs>
2: G.M. Miller's with Bobby Fish. He's like, hey, by the way, Bobby Fish was not at the tapings. So these were all filmed at uh, Victory Road. So that's interesting. So he's like, hey, I'm here to pick a fight, a legitimate fight. And it's going to start with me calling out Josh Alexander. And then he mentions his history with Eddie Edwards. Um, The last time that Eddie Edwards and Bobby Fish had a match together one-on-one? Ring of Honor TV in April of 2013. Anyway, Bobby Fish enters the Call Your Shot gauntlet match. And then Bobby Fish is like, well, it's going to be in Albany, New York, and that's my hometown. And, of course, for those who don't know, Bobby Fish um, was one of the founders of Albany, New York, back in 1686. Cresta Star, Bobby Fish, what do you think?
1: I didn't know he was the founding father, but now that I, it makes sense. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Maybe he wins the call your shot. Maybe he doesn't. It's going to be a good match, but it's fine. No, nothing offensive. It's fine.
2: I, this, something's got to come out of the call your shot gauntlet match with him because I don't want him to win that match.
1: Yeah. I feel like impact is really good when you have all these multi-man matches that you set up a bunch of storylines. I think the next segment after this is the moose with Gia Miller and moose is going to beef with Macklin and everyone's going to screw each other. And there'll be someone either. If, if fish wins do I think Fish takes the title? No, I think Fish goes, t- challenges for whatever title and loses it. And then he goes into a proper program. But you want to do the big splash. If he doesn't, he gets screwed over by someone. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of things there for us to enjoy in Bobby Fish's presence. Like I said, nothing nothing crazy, nothing out of the pocket. It was fun.
2: So the Moose segment was a little bit later, but let's just talk oh. about it right now. Jim okay. Miller's with Moose. And uh, Moose admits that there was a deal with him and Macklin that the deal was Macklin would help Moose with Sammy Callahan. And then Moose would help Steve Macklin win the call your shot gauntlet. But uh-huh. well, Moose is now calling his shot. He's going to enter the gauntlet like we we're talking about. And then Moose is going to win call your shot and shove it down Steve Macklin's throat. Macklin enters. He takes offense. They brawl for a little bit. Then they go to commercial. They come back. Scott Demore is telling security, hey, don't let them cause any more trouble. And he runs into Sammy Callahan, who's got a nasty looking shiner. Yeah. Apparently it's a, they call it a broken orbital bone. Um, regardless, just gnarly looking something in his eye. Uh, and Sammy's like, I want to do it one more time. And S- Scott's like, well, you're not cleared. So it's not happening till after Bound for mm-hmm. Glory uh, or Bound for Glory because you can't wrestle till then. Yeah. And then Sammy's like, well, what do we do in the meantime? And Scott's like, all right, all three of you are pains in my ass. (laughs) Essentially, that's what he says. And then next week, he makes Moose versus Macklin, and Sammy is the referee. And uh, Sammy's just like, I'll take it. And there you go.
1: (laughs) Is that Sammy Callahan or Vince McMahon? That was my Vince
2: (laughs) McMahon dripping into my Sammy Callahan, yes. (laughs) God damn it, I'll take it. Such good shit. (laughs) i will be fine. I'm not looking forward to seeing Macklin, Moose, and Sammy again. But Sammy is the special guest referee, so Macklin and Moose can tear each other apart. I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah. like, to me, overall, Impact was very middle. This is the time where it was middle. It was still great. You know what I mean? I just, I did not watch. I saw the clips of Monsters Ball, and I was like, I don't need that nightmare fuel. So it'll be interesting to see these guys tear each other up. Right before uh victory road. So
2: here we are. I mean, bound for glory. So here we are. <laughs> uh, one more interview segment before we talk about honor no more. Uh, GML Miller's with Mia Yim. And she asks about the Mickey James match bound for glory. Mia Yim's like, I was shocked. am a little bit hesitant to accept Mickey James match up bound for glory. Uh, Mia brings up that Mickey was one of the first people that Mia wrestled, one of the first names. And then they show footage of Mia versus Mickey from Maryland Championship Wrestling in 2010 at the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup event. Uh, I expect callbacks to that at Bound for Glory for those who Mm. are watching the footage. So That'll be neat. I'm into that. And then it walks Giselle Shaw, of course, and says, well, Mia can't get the job done because I couldn't get the job done. And Yim's like, well, I could use a warm-up so I can get the job done against you next week. And then Giselle just mimics Yim as she walks away. <laughs> and that's just like, Gia puts the mic in her face and she's just like, uh, <laughs> walks away.
1: It was giving Ricky starts. He's like, next week it'd be me versus... <laughs> that's what it gave me. She was like... <laughs>
2: it was such a good segment. And I like that Giselle Shaw is just like, just this little bratty jerk. I'm stuff. here
1: for it. And I like honestly, I like seeing Giselle Shaw on TV every week getting better, doing more. So kudos to that. Kudos to that.
2: Um, did you know? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Mickey James in one-on-one competition against Mia Yim is 3 and 0. Oh. Damn,
1: damn. Damn, it's not like 4 0, oh, damn.
2: <laughs> if you add triple threat matches, Mickey James versus Mia Yim, Mickey is 4 and 0. Oh. If you add tag team matches, Mickey James is five and zero on Mia Yim. <laughs> so head down for glory. Mickey James going for six and zero, and then oh. Mia Yim can—I uh, don't know—do whatever you want. Hey, by the way, subscribe to Fightful Select because uh, we broke some. Uh, well, we didn't break some news, but we have a lot of Impact contract news. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. And Sean had his Q and A today. Rhapsody boys, they did a Q and a today. Tons of scoops are happening this weekend. Even though the wrestling media world is going to be centralized in a single location this weekend, I will be there as well. Crest of five bucks. Fight select. Would you say that's a great deal?
1: Uh, that is the best deal. And this way you don't have to get it from third, fourth, fifth, sixth hand sources. You can argue right in the comments there from the sauce, the sauce and say, I knew it first. Go to your high school and tell your friends, (laughs) I knew that first. Go to the water cooler and tell your friends, (laughs) I knew that first for $5 a month. Be that guy to know it first.
2: So much content. It's not just the scoops. It's all the extra video. It's all the extra audio. You're getting notes and interviews before they drop on the main channel. Go ahead. Five bucks a month. You are silly if you don't do it. And if everyone's just like, yeah, but I can't. I'm not going to do the Sean Ross Sap nerdy guy. Why can't I get that thing? If you think that you're going to get the news for free elsewhere in 20 minutes after it drops, like Cresta said, you're getting it from the source. You're getting the actual news the way it's supposed to be. Not someone else trying to rewrite it to make it not, but not like, you know, hey, uh, copy my homework, but don't copy it word for word. You're not going to get that. You're going to get the the homework, the 100% homework, the way it's supposed to be. Not someone else's like one or two word changed version of it. Go ahead.
1: Where's the wrestling scoops under the sauce?
2: (laughs) There you go. For five bucks a month, you can do it. That's FightfulSelect.com. We're doing well. What I didn't love and what didn't do well for me, Crest the Star, was this honor. No more celebration because it dragged on. All right. I'm getting my conspiracy theory hat
1: back. All right. Go ahead.
2: I don't even want to run down this whole thing because it was just, like I said, full of empty platitudes and people talking. Eddie Edwards is like, Hey, all dads are put to rest. I can beat Josh Alexander. And then what does he do? He's like, Hey, PCO, fuck you PCO, you lost the motor city machine guns. And it's true. Cause PCO was pinned at victory road by the motor city machine guns. Sure. PCO failed at softening up the motor city or softening up the guns for OGK for bound for glory. And by the way, PCO is now wearing a business suit, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> And then Eddie Edwards says to Pco, "You step up when I tell you to step up. Otherwise, you step back and you shut your mouth." So Vincent puts the bag over Pco's head to calm him down because apparently that's what it does. And then OGK starts talking, and we get a little bit better. I love that Matt Taven pulls out a purple microphone square. It's perfect. All business, Pco. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, they, they they talk more, and then Maria like they do more congratulatory stuff and then maria's like it's a bigger deal because moose pinned a beaten josh alexander whereas eddie beat josh alexander clean therefore edward edwards is the better wrestler uh, yada 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 fortune is the bold what we fight for is truly righteous more platitudes yada 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 Cross the star is super bored over there i get it
1: <laughs> I'm not bored. I'm just soaking in the information with my conspiracy theory hat. It helps stimulate my brain, the cor- the frontal cortex.
2: <laughs> Josh Alexander shows up, and he's like, Righteous, it's all about fear. And then I went to the bathroom. And then he says, The Impact World title means job security to Eddie, but it means the best wrestler in the world in Impact Wrestling. As Cresta mentioned earlier in the show, Eddie says he'll have his family behind him at Bound for Glory. And Josh is like, like the second Eddie turned your back on the locker room, the fans. Josh fights with the fans, and the fans are by his side and behind him. At Bound for Glory, Eddie is outnumbered, and then Taven off camera or off microphone is like, "That's Canadian math," and I had a good laugh over that. <laughs> and then Eddie challenges Josh come to the ring. Eddie, uh, Josh comes to the ring. They fight. Uh, They the numbers game. Blah blah blah. Then Heath shows up. He gets beat down. Then PCO is helping, and he he's obviously with with Honor No More. Motor Machine Guns show up, they get beat down, Rich Swan joins, more beat down, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, Josh and Eddie are one-on-one in the ring, face-to-face. They stare at each other, and Eddie slithers out of the ring. I like that, even though these two just had a six-man tag and touched. Um, not, whatever. And Heath Swan Motor City Machine Guns, and Josh Alexander all stand together in the ring to set up the Swan and Heath versus Vincent and PCO match. Before we talk about the match, to start talk about this absolute sh- shiza Known as the honor, no more celebration.
1: I got to tell you at the end, the way you were describing it is the way that I saw it in my head. The only thing that was missing was the Benny Hill music. pretty much.
2: (laughs) And I, I, oh God.
1: So let me tell you something. I had this conspiracy. I made this just for this segment because I was watching this. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) First, let me say that at first I was mad. I was really upset because I had wrote in my notes, oh, it's time for the honor, no more circle jerk. When he started blaming PCO, I decided to turn my brain off. And that's when I had the epiphany. This is a conspiracy, y'all. Honor no more are the best heels in the in the business. Because I'm such a cynic that you guys get under my skin. You get under my you guys are great. You're blaming PCO for everything. PCO dead doesn't do anything. He's in a business suit and you put a bag over his head like he's more mere from freaking uh uh what's his name? Uh God of War, maybe whatever his name is. So you got this man with a bag on his head. Vincent can't control him, man. Eddie Edwards is blaming him because you finally, what is happening here? And I was like, that you know what it is? They're just, they're just good heels. And this is big brain wrestling and I don't get it. So I have to boost up my connection to the other world, to the wrestling gods. And I'm hoping the the spirit of Gorilla Monsoon can help me understand because they're good heels and maybe I don't get it. But they got under my skin tonight because I was like, "There's no way, there's no way this is." I thought that was the main event and went off for so long.
2: So did I? <laughs> no, because I knew the monster's ball was the main event. I was just like, "Oh, we're doing this, and then we're into the main, and then nope." Um, there was a lot left. Uh, big question, by the way. Um, does that get Google Fly?
1: One moment, please. Hold on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta ask. Um,
1: actually, I know where you're at. Don't move, Muscle jokes. <laughs> Google is on their way to your house asking you dumb questions like
2: that. That's not a good thing. I don't need that right now. <laughs> anyway, I just, I think there's a big difference between the heat that you want and the heat that the go away heat. And right yeah. now, we've this talked is about towing we, the line. no, it's a, it's go away heat for me at least. And we've sat here on certain weeks and praised on no more mm-hmm. as turning a corner. This was not a good. Yes. segment it just drowned I, and I'm not kidding when I said you know Josh Alexander comes out I was like I'm going to the bathroom like I am I, I, have my headphones on I'm hearing everything uh-huh. but like this is like nothing's happening
1: like I wanted I, I know what I was getting when they said it was an honor no more segment I know it's going to be a lot of we're the greatest and somehow it's PCO's fault
2: <laughs> but what like at, at least it made sense coming out of victory road. Because PCO lost his match. Right? Taven and Bennett and Eddie Edwards, they won the six-man tag. You And the fact that Eddie pinned Josh Alexander. Big deal. That's great. You pinned the champion. I hate when champions are pinned, but I guess this is their way of being like, we're going to get heat out of it and mm-hmm. people are, you know, we're going to shove it down your throats. That's fine. But just the, the dialogue.
1: Yeah. It dragged
2: it's just off. Empty. It's
1: just empty. Do I want to put that Tim tinfo- What if PCO joins Honor no more? Man, I'm, I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. PCO no is
2: mind. a part of Honor no more.
1: I meant Violent by desire because you see how he's going around. Like you got maybe he to put the bag on his head because okay, the Tim Fall's not on, so I'm not getting good reception. Never mind.
2: <laughs> nah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do PCO <laughs> and VBD. Uh, I think it's a little too too obvious, if you will. I think someone else has got to join that that fits the VBD vibe. Or BDD gets put on retainer with honor no more somehow.
1: Well, I don't, I, I, to me, I don't see the motivation. Cause if Eric Young is like, it's all going to be for me, why would I help someone else become champion? That's not good
2: point. Unless, unless he's just like, well, money makes a big difference in my, my plans.
1: Or you help me. And when I win the title, you're the first person I, um,
2: but we just did that with Moose and Macklin. So why? But why rehash this again? But, but that's the point.
1: It's, but
2: it's always going to fail if two heels who are wanting nothing but wins mm. and being underhanded, if they're going after each other, why would you do that? I see Delirious in the chat or Bobby Fish joining. Honestly, I, at the end of the day, I don't want anybody joining Honor No More. I would much rather Honor No More break up and have OGK, who might not even be staying with Impact to begin with, because they're getting closer to the end of their tenure or unless they get signed a new contract. They're getting close to the end of their tenure with impact. Uh Edward Edwards is still around Vincent and PCO probably sticking mm-hmm. around. I can see that OGK man. The world is their oyster. They have a lot of options.
1: Yeah. I also would like, even if they don't break up, cause I do see like tonight, even though I dunked on it, but tonight I did see a potential. Like you really got under my skin. Like, Alexa Bliss used to really get under my skin. Y'all were on those levels. There's something there, especially Maria Canellas. She's so good on the mic. Yes. There is something there. And I just wish it was either refined or put in a direction or like break them up. Because together it's a clusterfuck and I I want more. And because I want more, I'm like, I don't see it.
2: Bobby Fish as the new leader of Honor No More, I asked Eddie Edwards, I'd be fine with that. And then Eddie turns face eventually.
1: And be the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling again?
2: Listen, you got to <laughs> do something else. You just got to do so. Go, go go, and go take a nice long vacation with your wife. Hang out on the beach. Be like, honey, I'm so sorry I tried to get you to join on and no more for that long. <laughs> I'm sorry we had an awkward few months of just me trying to convert you. I'm sorry. Just take it to a nice, take it to Sandals, you know. Take the take the photo, the, the office photo with, uh, you know, with, uh, oh, my God. Michael Scott and Jan talking
1: about like the 90s glamour photos. with like the head in the background. No,
2: leg. no, you know, the photo I'm talking about, but they're at sandals on a work thing. And Jan is I've top. I've oh, no, never seen the office. Fine. People who know, you know, the photo I'm talking about, it's super awkward. Do that. I don't care. Just do, do something else with honor no more. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's done. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, there was a match, by the way. Uh, Rich Swan hit the Phoenix Splash on Vincent, won it for his team, Heath and Swan over Vincent and PCO. Um, sure, whatever. It was fine. There were some good moments in the match. There's some great selling by Rich Swan. He's a great seller, don't get me um. wrong. End of the match, Rich Swan dances. Heath just kind of awkwardly stands there and looks awkward. <laughs> and it's very funny.
1: I feel like this segment before sucked all the air out of the life of that match. Cause I really, I tried to pay attention. I couldn't tell you what happened besides they won. Like that previous segment was like,
2: (laughs) yeah, folks, we're getting down the home stretch, get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. Let's talk about next week. Macklin and Moose with Sammy as a special guest referee. Mia Yim and Giselle Shago one-on-one. Kazarian and Kenny King. That's going to be a banger match. I'm all for it. Matt Taven and Alex Shelley one-on-one. Again, very banger match. And uh, I'm sure there will be other matches added in the coming weeks. Um, looking forward to, to a lot of the good stuff coming. And I looked forward to this one. Monsters Ball. Alley Catch makes her Impact Wrestling debut. Takes on Masha Slamovich. Ali Catch, by the way, there's an interview on YouTube.com/slash/Fightful. Ali Catch and Sean Ross Sap caught up for a few minutes. Uh, she mentioned that she's worked with Jordan Grace and that Ali would, you know, to uh, try to get a few spots pitched, and Jordan would be like, "No, nah, we're not doing that." <laughs> so go ahead, listen to that interview. The spots that she would pitch are like crazy things, but it's funny. She's always talking about how like strong Jordan Grace is, and she's not wrong. Uh, this is the third match ever between Ali Catch and Masha Slamovich cannot believe it has not happened in gcw but it has happened at an event that masha slamovich was the poster child for and that is the borscht at the beach event back in september 2021 where slamovich took on alley catch so there you go lights are on and it's time to fight Star. this match was absolutely wild no surprise masha slamovich gets the win talk us through it what did you like would you not like nuts match
1: I have seen <clears throat> Allie catch on Twitter with Bussie for, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. Never seen her wrestle before tonight. Maybe one third into the match, I had to stop writing. And I was just like this the whole time. It was so, I, I expected good, but this. The first Bussies ball match I ever saw was Sammy Callahan versus Moose. And that went the way I expected. This went beyond what I expected. The spot. Where she does the snow what well, I thought was the snowplow—onto the chair, and then picks over, and picks up Alley Catch again, and puts her through the snow plow on those broken, uh, uh, aluminum cans. Oh, eh. but Alley Catch, but well, she she headbutted Masha like twice. One time, and the second time, I I swear I heard bone crack. These to quote Big E, I don't want no thirty-minute classic. <laughs> I want two big meaty women slapping meat, and that's what I got. That is what I got. And I, it told the line for me with brutal and bloody, but it, I didn't write anything because this was me literally the whole time. What a good match. Like, on free television? That was my match of the night. My match of the week even. And there was some really good things on wrestling this week. And But what did you think, Joel?
2: So I was told to keep an eye out for this match. Mm -hmm. and it immediately made me feel better about it because like i said at the top of this show i was not really jazzed about it i'm like Allie's cool she's fine don't know what kind of match you know they're gonna have after i watched max and jordan grace tear it up at victory Mm -hmm. road that being said i was I was wrong. I know Allie Catch can have a hardcore match. By the way, the gear that she wore for the first time in this show was really good. It was TV-ready gear, and I appreciated that. Um, she could have worn the gear she wore at the GCW pay-per-view, but instead, she had new gear made. It looked super great. That green and red gear was so yeah. sweet. Um, the chain came into play a whole bunch. I loved it. Ugh. The sign and the mouth was what? gnarly. There was some good stuff. Uh, the rip soda can. They were obviously playing to my brand, and I appreciate that as a as a soda person. Um, and then, you know, everyone has to bleed because that's what you do. And yeah. the whole time, the ch- the they're just the crowd is chanting, "Use the door!" And I'm like, "That's got to be the finish." And they kept teasing to do the door. Eventually. There's the superplex onto the onto the the trash can lid, lid and then Ali Kach grabs Masha and hits the DVD into the door, and it's a two point nine. And I was just like, "That's wild!" Yeah. I have something going. And then you know, Ali Kach goes for the pussy pile driver onto the apron. Masha counters it, turns it into a side Russian leg sweep, of course, at ringside. Through the chairs after some casual biting because you gotta bite people now in wrestling. It's what eat
1: happens. your heart out, crazy Steve.
2: <laughs> that's right, eat your heart out, Ace Steel. I mean, crazy Steve. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a whole bunch of snowplow attempts, which is great. Eventually, Catch hits that pussy pile driver onto the tax for two point nine, and then Catch pulls out that soda can filled with cut up soda, or the garbage can filled with cut up soda cans. And I had a good laugh about that. I'm like, you—that's me. You're speaking of my brand. Thank you. And then Masha hits the snow plow onto the tacks and the cans for the win. And it was a wild finish. And I loved the match. And it really did deliver after I didn't think it. I didn't know what to expect. I, I wouldn't say I didn't. I just wasn't. I was underwhelmed uh-huh. going into it. And then I found out how wrong I was. It was a great match.
1: I will also say that spot where uh, Masha takes Allie and does like the, the backdrop off the side through those two tables. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. It, it looked visually brutal. I hope that I'm sure these are professionales. They're fine, but still, that match had no business being that damn good. No business on free television.
2: I want to see what didn't make the final cut. Yes. Because I think there were some spots on the stage that maybe didn't make it but either way they cut whatever it was this cut was great the match was fantastic for what it was i mean it's a plunder match it's only going to be so good but these two tore it up and had a great match um made me feel really excited for bound for glory it's eight days away next week when we talk about impact we'll be uh we'll probably preview bound for glory as well give some picks and uh yeah, you bound for glory. Are you? Are you missing? Bound I won't be
1: here next week. <sighs> uh. Yes,
2: we'll have special guests joining us for the next couple of weeks. Cresta is going, going on vacation.
1: Guys, I'll be at TwitchCon. If you're going to be at TwitchCon in San Diego, be like Cresta Star. Sign my wrestling belt. If you see me ball headed. I am going to, I may or may not be Sailor Rattlesnake, and that's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> but yes, I will be in the San Diego area. I won't be here next week. So um, if I interview any wrestlers, we're all going to have a, a thing that says, we love Joel Pearl.
2: That's me. That's you. That's you. Oh, my God. uh <laughs> So, yeah, Kristin won't be with us for the next couple of weeks. We'll have some some uh, people joining me. it be someone else for the next couple of weeks. Uh, TBD. So keep it locked uh, on my socials and all over the place. And Crest, I'm sure, will also promote it. Uh, for those who may ask, Bound for Glory is next Friday. The post show will be hosted by Denise Salcedo and Steven Jensen, who does the Weekender podcast on FIFA Select. Uh, they will probably do the show on Saturday, if I had to guess, the day after, because God knows there's – battle of the belts for AEW yeah. and rampage for AEW and smackdown is on and bound for Glory. it's going to be a wild night again. So uh, keep it locked. We're here at youtube.com slash fightful for all your post shows and all your news is over at fightful Get your five bucks down and get all your news and uh sour graps and your ask grapsities and your ask Sean Ross saps and your list goes on all the stuff we got. Cresta, what you got going on? Plug your stuff.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Cresta Starr. You can see me every Thursday here with the illustrious, the beautiful, the pepper, salt and pepper Beard, Joel Pearl. And you can also catch me on Know Your News on Saturdays with Ju- Jules? Jules the Human. <laughs> uh, we were talking about weird video games, and we had a great time last week. We talked about accessibility with video games and playing video games with your feet. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Cresta the star. I have a link to you. you can find me all over anywhere you can type Cresta star. Joel where can they find
2: you? I ain't hard to find. I am at Joel Pearl J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L. A good show tonight. I'm happy. I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Cleveland and have some fun. No one's ever said that ever. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one.
3: Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. Bye. This is the story of the one.